Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He, he looks like he would stuff me into a locker and then stuff me after that. Like, <laughs> the please. The thickens. Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast. The podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you are gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and I'm so excited to have Jordan Barrow on the podcast this week. The first black bock on Broadway in Wicked, giving us such gorgeous tales from the, the Broadway stage. Also, beautiful laughs from the top to the bottom. I want to thank you so much for all the birthday love you gave me last week. Um, so many great messages about Henry Russell Bergstein's episode, but also so many of you picked up merch, which really was a gift. If you want some more of that, you get your character actress sweatshirt at gayasspodcast.com. Dropping some new designs soon, so keep an eye out for that. I do also want to say on my birthday, I spent it the actual day at my first ever Korean spa. Jordan and I do discuss that very experience. And uh, yes, there were highs, there were lows. But spoiler alert, I will be going back. In this episode, Jordan not only gives us some BTS of Wicked and what he hopes for the casting of the movie, but also we talk the Dahmer documentary, some Beyonce scoop, and just giggle till the end. Make sure you follow Jordan, follow the podcast at Gay Ass Podcast, and if you want to give me a birthday gift and you didn't do so last week, please press that subscribe button. Or if you want to send this podcast to someone that you think would like it, that's really the best way to, to spread the word so i thank you i love you and enjoy my broadway baby beach jordan this is a reunion and i dare i say am chuffed to be talking to a broadway legend a hilarious gorgeous man jordan thank you for coming on that's a gay as podcast hello happy gay morning to you <laughs> i do want to ask a controversial question jordan oh okay i'm ready do we tell the girlies how we know each other? Do we go full on, no, we're just in the entertainment industry? Or do we say, no, no, it's from a day job? <laughs> no, I think I think it's good for people to know that people are normal and did normal things and do normal things. I, Thank you for I saying the present yeah. tense of do, Jordan, because I may or may not be still at that job. <laughs> um, Jordan, explain to the girls where we met. So we met uh, via Zoom, <laughs> via a company called TeamBuilding.com, which is a company that hosts team building events IRL, but then they switched over to virtual market. And boy, was there a market because they blew up overnight. Truly. And the rest is yeah. history. So yeah, Jordan and I, we, yeah. we were just like, I don't even remember the first time we met each other, but... Me um, either. We just like work together. And I have to say that I still work doing corporate events on Zoom and in person. And I, you know what? It's a, it's, it's basically I get to be silly for, for people that work yeah. at Microsoft. And you know what? I do not, I actually really enjoy it. Is that okay to say? Absolutely. No, I, I enjoyed it a, a ton. I mean, it was a good gig and I met lots of people like you. And I met, I mean, I feel like it was, it was for one, we were, we are paid well for doing it. So mm-hmm. your time, your money, and you get to work from home. And I, I, 
I'm that weird person who I don't mind the small talky thing. Right. Which I'm a, you are as well. <laughs> I mean, I actually think the job has made me better at small talking. I was yeah. at a gay bar last weekend, and as long as I'm you so have sorry. an opening. <laughs> <laughs> I've I found to create a sport of it. You know, I, I find yeah, yeah. that if you get a good opening question and mm-hmm. because of our ability to small talk, I met a very charming man on Saturday night and um uh, and he was game to small talk and I unless you talk to a wet noodle, usually you can get some good <laughs> stuff out of it. Yeah, and I that's what I think I liked about it too is that you get into the room and some days you're with Literally, if it was like a gay pride event, it'd mm-hmm. be, oh my gosh, I'm here at my, with my people. Mm-hmm. Or if it was Black History Month, I mean, mm-hmm. it was always, I never felt weird. And then there were some days you get on, they're like, we're all in Belgium and we, it is 10 p.m. at night and we don't even <laughs> like each other. I'm like, all right, this is a battle for Let me alone and- gay people. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um- <laughs> I do think it's, I think it's so funny that you were working for this company and then overnight you disappeared. And then I saw you on Broadway about four seconds later. I was like, sure, 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 (laughs) sure, 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 sure. Which speaking of Jordan, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't want you to spend too much time thinking about your answer. Jordan Barrow, besides your current alphabet, who is your favorite alphabet in Wicked Herstory? Oh, that's for me, Shoshana Bean. Come on, never Shoshani. got to see her. Yeah, never got to see it live. But that I think is when I fully gave in to my wicked obsession. I think I, I think I'm the same way. I mean, there's just Shoshana Bean, and don't you think that she's having a delayed gratification of her career? Don't you yeah. think she should be an Oscar winner by now, or at least at least a Tony? Absolutely. It is very strange in that way. I feel like she keeps blowing up, but I think that's how this business works yeah. anyway. You become famous to one group of people and you keep going. Right, and it's, right. So I actually met her for the first time. A lot of people in my life know her because she was in Waitress with mm-hmm. friends of mine. And I met her at, um, I did the AIDS walk this summer and she was one of the presenters. I was a presenter and I, we didn't get to talk much, but I was like, hi, I just want to just, introduced myself and i was like i'm jordan i mean she goes i know who you are I said, <gasps> shoshana b yeah, knows who you are the gasp i was like she was like yeah she's like say hi to everyone at the girls and i'm like yeah oh my you. god <laughs> I was like, say you hello one day <laughs> i mean can you imagine I, I can't even put my finger on right now like all my favorite shoshana being riffs but they did, uh, didn't she originate so many of the ones that people obsess over now i feel like she did. oh yeah yeah and it's it's kind of crazy because I don't know who was in charge of Wicked at the time, mm-hmm. but the things that she was doing just would not fly now. So it's just very, I'm like, talk about a no fly show. Yeah, yeah. I, um, <laughs> didn't she, didn't she create the Fiero, Fiero? <laughs> like, didn't she do the full upper? Up, up, yeah, way up and, oh gosh, I, I wish I would be just listening in the monitor, not more, more than I already do. Because right, right, right. right now we have a, another very, very great alphabet. I've been very fortunate to have really great alphabets, but that's also wicked. Is uh, yeah, it's also you know, wicked. They're, on yeah, they're gonna Broadway. be. <laughs> do you um? Do you hear? Are there like rules, like very strict rules about what type of riffs the alphabets are allowed to do? Yeah. Yes. They, I'm yes. obsessed with the like red tape of Wicked. Ugh, I want yeah, a do- I want a true crime documentary about what <laughs> alphabets are allowed to do in terms of vocal freedoms. Yeah, it's the, there. There are definitely rules. I um I remember with Lindsay Pierce, there was one day she did something I don't even remember now, and I texted her after the show and I was like, "That tonight, <laughs> like you gave it to me," and she was like, "Yeah, I I'll probably like get a note tomorrow to not do it again." I'm like, eh, "Okay." At least it's a note <laughs> and not losing her job well (laughs) but that's how much of a rule follower i'm not even joking like i am proud to say that matt and i are in couples therapy and we are very much we're enjoying it it's like it's of course difficult but so necessary and i think what's really interesting about it if not without getting too deep into it is that so many of us grow up as such intense rule followers and like we're afraid of like the world ending if we do anything outside of the realm of what is allowed and i think because matt grew up a Catholic, Georgia, Southern, closet of gay person. That's real. I have it too, just like being a perfectionist, but he has it even more so. And so I think, of course, like my brain goes to if, if like 
your alphabet's gonna add a little sass to a to a riff. I'm like, well, she's gonna get fired, right? And you're like, it's a no. I just, I think, <laughs> I think that we need to be allowed to break some rules because otherwise, playing it safe ain't gonna get you anywhere. No, and well, and that's exactly it. I mean, it's the show survives because I think people do want to keep coming back and seeing these new renditions of these iconic songs. So there's definitely there's leeway, and there are vocal qualities like our current alpha batalia she does um her voice is outrageous but she does lots of different things like she almost she can almost yodel in some days i'm like mm. and, I, and they obviously allow her to do that i'm like yes you yes please like <laughs> what is your what is, when you every show, well actually i wanted i want to do rose and thorn you okay famously auditioned for wicked about what was it 58 times and yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And so you, after many years, you uh-huh. book the role. You're the first black Bach on Broadway in Wicked. You are so fucking talented. It is about damn time, as they say. <laughs> However, now that you're on Broadway in a huge show, what is your rose and thorn of the experience? Best, like your the thing that like was your favorite is your favorite part about being on Broadway, and then not the thorn of like the worst part, but just like what was different or more mm-hmm. difficult, or just not what you thought it might be, or what people might think it is to be in a big Broadway show? Yeah, I, so The Rose is obviously getting the job was it was in, insane, because it happened so quickly. I mm-hmm. auditioned on a Thursday. I remember I was speaking to someone at Team Building, and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going back in for, for Wicked, and it's on Thursday. She was like, oh, that's great. I hope it happens. I'm like, yeah, well, the rehearsal start on Tuesday, so if I don't hear anything by, like, Friday... And then I think I worked again Friday, heard nothing. And then I was like, okay, so I, I didn't get it. It was so, and then I booked it Monday morning. So <gasps> that, yeah. So that is that. And then you, you started a rehearsal the next day? The next day. Yeah. The, our, the next day, actually, me and my boyfriend, they gave us tickets to see the show. Shut. And then I started Wednesday. Oh, my. Um, I cannot imagine you and your, first of all, very handsome, lovely boyfriend, <laughs> seeing Wicked, knowing that you were about to be a principal yeah, in the show. Yeah, from like eighth row. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Lots of tears. Squeeze quite a rose. Boyfriend's hand. Quite, that's, that is a rose. That is yeah. a rose. That, and, and then also just being there. I remember it was a really, really good show. So that was also, and that has been a, a rose throughout the whole thing, is that I'm in a show that people really want to come and see and support and sell out fairly often oh my god i have to tell you i saw the show um before we moved to la i think it was devastatingly like a couple months before you were in it and i saw it with my parents who were in town for their like final trip Uh to visit before we we left new york and i just i hadn't seen it since i was in eighth grade first (sighs) of all i not only was having like nostalgia tears but i was also (laughs) understanding more of the plot than i ever ever had before well well (laughs) she's a little intricate i forgot i forgot the ups and the downs i have to say oh wait wait, before before i say this yeah i have to hear your thorn what's your thorn uh so the thorn i guess is that it is a busy schedule to keep Mm -hmm, and you have mm -hmm. to keep excited about being there and doing the show prior to wicked that i had only done a show the most I'd, I'd done anything, I think, was like 55 or 60 times at a mm-hmm. show I did in Canada. So I believe tonight is my 290, like, third Are you show. kidding? Yeah. I, I And it, it would be higher, but I got COVID twice. Sure, um, sure, 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 sure. So, yeah. So it's that, I think, is it's to be expected. Like, oh, yeah. But I think with the long-running show, it is maybe, it could be a little bit harder because you do have to uphold – integrity even more than you would right on a show that's op- been open for nine months and you're figuring things out nine months in mm-hmm. nine months in we're rehearsing because we need to be reminded of things and you're like oh my goodness this is i have to keep this exciting for myself and for them and so that it's not it's hardly a thorn but it is just it's a stamina it's a of mental course, but also stamina. doing anything 300 times is yeah. going to be yeah. difficult no matter what even if it's like a dream right. job which is what you have but i think that is such i don't think many people realize how grueling broadway theater performers have it like it it i remember you retweeted something that it's like broadway performers are athletes and it is a 100 percent true fact my back was never more fucked up than when i was on tour doing elf the musical i swear to god 
Absolutely, and your and your back would be real toe up on the Gershwin because it I is hear, a rake stage. I hear the rake is devastation. Nation. I didn't know that when I got the job. I think I didn't know it until about the fourth rehearsal. They were like, "Well, when you get onto the deck with the rake," and I was like, "What do you mean with the <laughs> rake?" Said, the, I beg the, your part. What do you mean? That should be in the breakdown. <laughs> like, hey, just to listen. let you know, if you book your dream job, you will have to stretch out your psoas every other hour, every day. I, I'm, I'm, I'm famously married to someone who is an eighth grade girl a, a fan of wicked Helis? i i will hear i'll be like on the toilet sorry for the reference but i will be on the toilet and i will hear alphabet riffs every other tuesday every other i mean every matt he is obsessed i've heard about the rake stage i've heard about i mean and to this day and i and i love him for it but i i feel like i keep up with the wicked world more than the Just average through him. through him and more than the average homo um hey well do, well, you did you did a retweet something that about bringing Nessa to the red table because someone says, and this is about the plot of Wicked that I was really I, when I saw it, I was like, hold the phone. I this person yeah. tweeted, I think the fact that Nessa Rose enslaves an entire race of people to keep the boy she likes from going after the woman he really wants is an under discussed and under remembered but incredibly significant part of Wicked the musical. Nessa, hey, Nessa, listen, Nessa. <laughs> I've got something to confess, uh, hon. You're canceled. Um, yeah. Just, there's so many parts of the show that's like dark, dark days. It is. And I think I forget that when I was obsessed with it. And mm-hmm. now doing it when we rehearsed the show, we had a rehearsal two weeks ago. We had two days of rehearsal with our associate where we sat around for several hours and we'd read the script or we just did the script sitting around and mm-hmm. redoing beats and just getting back to the words. And I remember some, there were some moments where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this show, it, this could be, if, if in different hands, this could have been a very, very like even heavier, yeah. dark show where yeah. they are. And they're, and the, the ladies are often crying and stuff like that. And there are tears that are held because the show is deep for sure. But there are moments with Miss Nessa, especially. I'm like, this is. We need to. We need to bring Nessa to the red table. I, Hello. She's got some things to dis, to to explain. To answer to. Yeah. I know. I really. Yeah. I really. And also, just like the the beautiful and devastating connections to the Wizard of Oz, of like how. Mm-hmm. I. It's. All this to say, Stephen Schwartz. Wait, who wrote? Who wrote? He wrote the music. Who wrote the book? Winnie Holtzman. Winnie. Come Maybe. on, girl. We love yeah. you, and you're keeping those audiences fed with the riffs and with the devastating plot twists. Absolutely. No, it is. And I remember um, my old Ness at one point, she said, this is just like, I, I, this is maybe month three. She was like, well, you know, and then, and Nessa dies. And I was like, what do you mean she dies? She's like, well, she she dies. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, welcome to the show, Jordan. But yeah, she she gets killed. <laughs> like she totally literally that, murdered. Yeah, the the wicked witch of the east, her sister. Like the the house drops on her, and I'm like, that is totally who. <laughs> yeah, it was I was like, well, Jordan, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Full circle <laughs> sadness. But she's um, very so sad. speaking of going full circle, Jordan, I want to ask you the famous podcast question, which is, oh. whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? Oh, whose fault? Okay, I'm going to probably have to blame, and I don't know if it's the group or the channel, but probably Fox Family, but S Club 7 (laughs) in general is a big contributor to why I am the way I am. The way I am. What's the famous... there's no party like an S Club party. S Club party, yeah. S Club. S Club. Wait, what's the Fox Family reference? That was the channel that they were on, and then oh. became ABC Family. Oh, right. And, and Fox that Family would freeform or something. And then now it's freeform. Fox Family used to put on these S Club Seven specials, and then they would also air the show, of course. But they would put on these specials every now and then, and I would have my mom. We would have. I have V VHSs. I don't know where they are now, but I would have. I would have them like set up when when you could like get the vhs to record at a certain time i was like we're gonna be we're gonna be way but you get it ready oh my god i mean i was yeah what a throwback i also love the visual of you just not knowing why you were doing this but so meticulously obsessing over a literal (laughs) gay ass girl boy group girl Um, and boy yeah well that's what was it that you were um culturally obsessed with the the camp of the music or were you in love with some of the members 
is a little bit of both. My my father was born in England and I have a lot of British family in that way. So I think I I was always I used to have my British family members send me like magazines and things from England that they could only get. Mm. And I would I had my wall. This is like fourth and fifth grade. I had a wall in my my bedroom full of S Club 7 posters. Not NSYNC. (laughs) (laughs) But you you know what I think is so... I I was talking about this recently, and there's like this fame... This is tweet that's been going around about like when you're in your 30s, it's all about stripping away the things that we have done to make ourselves feel like we are normal and that we like are what society expects. And it's just going back to what what weirdo you were as a kid. And I think that you as a fourth grader obsessing over S Club 7 and not thinking that there's anything weird about it, because there wasn't. But then, of course, it all pointed <laughs> to that you were a gay-ass fucking kid. But, like, I I also was obsessed. I actually was obsessed with NSYNC because I wanted to, you yeah, know, kiss yeah. every single... Well, I, I wanted to kiss five of... Wait, how many there are there? There were five, yeah. So, NSYNC? I guess all of them. You were... Four, four, <laughs> five, of, uh, five of them. Eric, there were five. Um, I wanted to... No, I think I wanted to kiss four. That's Tracks. who was i there's always i feel like there's always one person in every boy band group they're just like it's a no for me dog i think backstreet boys for me it was um wasn't there always a what's the scary one with a goatee like the like the thin lined goatee howie no howie i think howie? that's i think it's howie, howie is that his name? i'm looking them up right now yeah there were yeah there were three three guys in s club seven and i feel like i never wanted i was never attracted to them but i was always wanting to be like the girls in S Club 7. Oh my god, yes. And I guess that's a lot of, it's like, like, you are such a Britney Spears because you wanted to like, be her. So yeah, I don't, I was just enamored with, I remember Tina had these, these, these great braids on one of the concerts, and I was like, I love her hair so much. Like, what am I, I love up to? The first name drop, the first oh, yeah. name drop of an S Club Seven Listen, member. I could not I tell you the single all. name. I can name them Wait, all. Wait, do it. Name Name as many as you can. Okay, so there's Joe, there's Rachel, there's Hannah, and then there's Tina, and then there is John, Bradley, and uh, Paul. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're right now re- referring to the hairspray moment where it's like I'm Penny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all as comes up with people. Yeah, um, I need help. Okay, someone asked me this recently, and it's because you have British roots. Yeah, Jordan Barrow. Who is your favorite Spice Girl? Oh, my favorite Spice Girl. Oh, I'm a baby Spicer. I am. <laughs> I do love baby. Baby Spicer through and through. Yeah. I I think when I was asked this, I think I answered baby, but then I got sass for it. So I think I oh. ended up saying ginger, but then someone got mad at me because ginger broke them apart, right? Oh, she did. Yeah. That was apparently her doing. But yeah. <laughs> Cancel me. Ginger had big tits. And they got back together. They and sure also, did. like, I feel like redheads get enough sass. And who am I to pile on? <laughs> she had a gorgeous, she had a gorgeous energy a beautiful rack uh, well, and and also wore a dress that was the full-on british flag sorry i'm an anglophile or just gay and <laughs> sometimes those are one and the same um i do uh, wonder there's been a lot of tension going around about the Dahmer show on netflix are you a true crime girl i am i am i am i actually i, I took a class my freshman year at school on it was a psych course there was um and it was about serial killers it was great. It was, and we studied Mr. Dahmer. Wow, you Mish was before their time. Well, there were, yeah, <laughs> there was. It was a great class too. It was, it was, it was messy. We would watch lots of movies and read all these books about like getting into the mind of why these people do what they do. Well, the the thing that I find interesting is that the Dahmer. I've only watched a little bit because Matt's watching it, okay. and I don't know if you've been reading, but people are pissed yeah. that basically they they created the show and then it's re-traumatizing the people that were involved and. Um, and I obviously find that to be, inc- I'm sure, incredibly true. But my question is, isn't this the 4,000th true crime inspired show? And why? And, and I, because the thing is, the, like, like there's, for an example, there's another one about a mom who, like, sins of our mother. Two- yes. Thank you. Okay. So, how is that any different? Why is it because Ryan Murphy has such a big platform? I'm just like these, like I, can you imagine you've, you've gone through a very traumatic thing with your family, with a friend, whatever the fuck it is. And then you get an email from a producer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, would you like to get dolled up and talk about this devastating part of your life? And then 
six months after you're interviewed about it, there are people on Twitter critiquing your haircut. Right, yeah. I just feel like there. It's like it, it, we've it, lost it, the plot. It must be horrible forever. We've lost the plot, and I and I and I I'm a part of the problem. I watch them. There's fucking huge podcasts about it, and but but <sighs> I don't know if I don't know what the answer is, Jordan. Because what do we do? What do we What do we do? And with someone, I feel like with. Dahmer, it was, there, but there was another thing about him just a couple of years ago. I feel like he, he gets brought up a lot. There are lots of things, but I think that's what there's, a, there's always an angle with, with mm-hmm. this case in particular, which is what I think people are upset about with the, the angle of like race, especially with his victims mm-hmm. and queerness. And, but I do think that there is a lot of good in sharing these stories again. Right, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, isn't it good that we're actually getting some of the truth about how he was targeting people of color? But all, but then also, people are angry that it's that there's it's being. I'm just, it's I'm confused. I think it's probably all bad. Yeah, yeah. But what? As a consumer, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I mean, I'll just I'll just keep on watching the Great British Bake Show, whatever the fuck it's called. Like, which I actually never watched be problematic. before. Jordan, know, oh my God! This have you have you been seeing the pictures of the I have seen, this year? Yes, I have seen him. <laughs> the one that this keeps being shared over and over and over. Well, I didn't realize that he. So wait, I forget his name. He's like the beautiful, muscled British black man. Um, British. Meet the bakers of the new season of the Great British Baking Show. So I am famously into multiple of the men on this show. Um, there is James, who is the, I dare I say, Scottish um, gay hairy man. I'm contractually obligated to see chest hair poke out of a shirt well. and then instantly thirst over it. And then the headliner is sandro who i did not know he's not only like beautiful he's a boxer he's a full-time nanny he's also gay i don't know why i just yeah i i mean unless i'm wrong and i'm gonna get canceled but i'm pretty (laughs) sure someone i i read online that he is gay and so i'm like wait that changes everything he could he he looks like he would stuff me into a locker and then stuff me after that like (laughs) please thickens i did not know that that tracks i guess well i don't want to generalize but he is a nanny <laughs> yeah. how many how many muscled straight men are you gonna allow around your children that is not i only on i feel like male straight nannies only exist on like television shows that are written not reality shows like like if, like the, especially yeah, 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 on yeah. this is us like how there's a plot point about how he plays like the manny Sure, sure, sure. A straight man on the show, but I think that's the only way it's going to be. Like, and I'm curious if anybody listening has children. Like, like answer the poll: Would you hire a straight man to watch your children? I let's let. I'd like to hear it. Have you seen? I want to. I want to quote that girl. Um, let's let's ask the audience. It's the server that there's um someone that's trying to return their food at the restaurant, but they've eaten the entire thing. thing. Yes, and they go. This was this food was bad. I kind of send it back, and it's like uh, and she and he's she's being recorded, and I think she like shows the tray to to the the camera. camera. Yes. Well, let's ask the audience. I feel like I I obviously know there are (laughs) there are some good straight men, and I don't. Don't want to cancel an entire demographic but i'm not i don't think if like hey i'm billy can i watch your three kids i'm gonna say billy get a job it, That's it gives not, me pause I'm, that's all <laughs> just pause did you ever were you a babysitter no i was not and actually no no i had Do you hate kids <laughs> i don't hate kids at all no. so you agree you hate so you kids. Agree. no i had them for sure and a lot of them were, were great some many of them i'm well, I guess there's only two of them I know for sure that I'm still um, close with, but they... Your babysitters? Yeah, they... Because uh, one of them was an older woman, and then her daughter started to watch us um, oh later on. And she was great. She she introduced me to tons of music. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think babysitters turn gay people gay. In fact, well, I need to... I need to write that down because i would brush my my babysitter's hair anytime she let me well and 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 of course she enjoyed it like (laughs) it feels good i wonder like a seven-year-old who's like getting the brush caught and like tearing it i'm like trying to learn how to be a A hairstylist (laughs) i i I hope she likes it i hope she's doing well although i did have another therapist who um if i may be candid was a fucking bitch well 
I think 99% of babysitters are doing the Lord's work. And even oh, if they're yeah. like 15, they're still like patient and doing and putting up with annoying kids. However, this babysitter worked for my dad. My dad owns a pharmacy. And so she like, I don't know what she did at the pharmacy, but she also babysat us sometimes. She was beautiful. I just remember like always had her hair tied back really tight, wore very chesty shirts. Wow. And she was obsessed with skincare, which again, go off we love but she was teaching me an eight-year-old not to rub my eyes because it would give me wrinkles i said sweetheart i've got enough collagen to last the next two (laughs) decades get off my fucking jock and every time i rub my eyes now i think of jamie oh god i had a i had a babysitter named jamie too and there you go it's the name but yeah that's it's a bit extra but i mean that's a defining moment that could you know (laughs) some children would not recover as they say I never did. Oh. I also remember like the second she said that I, the camera panned over and I saw a bunch of Slim Fast and I was like, I'm going to buy that. I like immediately was oh. just like <laughs> spiral. It was quick. Insecure about every part of my body and I'm fully less than double digits. <laughs> but to all the good babysitters, we love you. Yeah, we support we you and you. thank you for your service. My goodness. Yeah, we had so many growing up. My pa- Both my parents worked. So I was, we definitely were babysat. And we and we and we love being sad. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Did not mean that in a gross way. Good night. Um. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can I ask you another famous podcast question? Okay. If the world was ending, mm. you could only save one character actress. Jordan, who would you save? Loretta Devine. Uh, wait, someone said that recently. Really? What a great answer. I love to hear it. Yes. Yeah. That is... She... I adore that woman anything she's in i will play she's always gonna be good she's always gonna be great i mean it's and wasn't she recently on um yeah she was also on celebrity drag race recently did you see i did not i have not watched drag races there is i I had to take a break too many too many i watched all the like american seasons i watched all stars and stuff i i'm not up to date on celebrity because it's just it was too many it was it's I need a break. And also an international. I, I love to be a global girl, but I just like, now we're doing what? Drag Race Holland? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Da, not nine, bitch. <laughs> nine for now, bitch. I can, I don't have the, the bandwidth. It's, it's just busy. It, and it's, it's great. I love that it's such a phenomenon, but I, I need rest. I need rest. <laughs> so that's really all that comes down to. 
Well, especially when you, like we're talking about, you're doing almost 300 shows of Wicked the Musical. You have Mondays off, is that correct? We do, yes. In the summer, we had Sunday off, which was kind of cute. But right now, we're yeah, we're on, we're on Mondays off. So Okay, walk me through your perfect day off from your grueling schedule. Are we are we doing skincare? Are we doing <laughs> are we going absolutely off spending more money than we should at a restaurant? Are we what are we we're, doing? Okay. So I sort of had yesterday ish was sort of this way. Uh for one, since my boyfriend is a teacher, it would be a day that he mm-hmm. had off also. That is helpful. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. starts with probably like a brunch. Waking up late, brunch, maybe a drunch, maybe, you know, maybe there's booze involved at this. Are you a mimosa girl? I am. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, absolutely. I believe in mimosas. Um, (laughs) and then it it probably would involve an amusement park in case we're not too (laughs) drunk from, you know, that. Um, and maybe like a movie. And settling into the evening with like face mask, like you said, definitely I some love face masking. That. Wait, so you're a, you're um, a theme park girl? Oh, big time! Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Did you like, know? Um, Matt went to Gay Night at Six Flags here <gasps> like a, like a week or two ago. That's a good Six Flags. Been to it's it. a good. I mean, I didn't go because the weather was horrible and I just needed a break. But he well, went had there were like no lines and he had I the bet. time of his life. But I will say, I think it hits differently when you are in your thirties, and I do mean hits differently. It hits, yeah. I I do think our bodies are not as limber as they once were. There, yeah, I um, we went to Six Flags last year and we did almost everything that we could do in the span of like eight hours. And it was pretty empty because it was still COVID mm-hmm. um, precautions. So they weren't overselling the park. And I remember we were, after like ride four, we were like, oh, this is, it's good that we can get on things very quickly, but right. we need breaks in between Well, I'm sure rides. you're Googling <laughs> chiropractors in, while you were waiting for Batman. Yeah. I just, it, it, I, I, I literally sat on a swing set recently and um, got a headache. I just like, there's... <laughs> I think I'm. You just think felt I'm, it coming. <laughs> I'm losing my edge. Um, you know what? I more am into instead of the theme parks these days. I went to my first Korean spa the other day. <gasps> I love my, a spa. Oh my god, Jordan! I, it was my birthday, and I had it was like the middle of the week. I had nothing to. I you know what? I was like, I want to treat myself. I don't want to sit at home. And so I had coffee with a dear friend of the podcast, Zach Noe Towers, hilarious comedian. We had a great time. And then I went to this Korean spa very close to me. I was in there for like three and a half hours. It was unbelievable and surprising. (laughs) (laughs) So I said to Matt, I was like, Matt, what if, what if I see anything controversial? He says, Eric. You're going to Korean spa at 2.30 on a Wednesday afternoon. You're not going to see anything. It's going to be boring. Yeah. Jordan. But it'll it'll be... Well, did you see something? No? The second I walk in, let me just say, there are showers right when you walk in, and I saw a bouncing elbow is all I'm going to say. Oh, my. To to which I said, oh... There is okay. something that's going to happen on a Wednesday afternoon. And listen, it it really, that was just like the universe throwing me a literal bone. But yeah. I will say that it did get much more tame after that. But still, it's, listen, if you put, I feel like it's like almost like to our basest instinct as human beings. If, it reminds me of gr- Greek, Greek well, baths. Mm-hmm. Roman baths? What the, uh, the fuck ro- it is? Ro- Roman. Yeah, Roman. Like, did, wasn't sounds... there like all sorts of gay sex happening in those, even yeah, though it wasn't it was like... extremely gay. Yeah. Right. And like the fucking like bottoms that were just servicing, whatever. And I feel like when you put men gay by, I mean, probably not straight, but like everyone's on a scale. Like if you put them in a naked hot room... Things are going to... Yeah. It's no, it's... it's something facts are is going to happen. Yeah. Facts are facts, America. I've actually never been to one of those types okay. of spas. Well, there's in New York. I know there's um, um, what the fuck is it? It's like the famous. Oh, uh, Steamworks is one of them. Is that? Oh, that no, might well, be in New like, York. That's too. like that's like the gay. That's like that. Yeah, that's like that's like it. Yeah, that's where. That's um, the, but there's like the the Sojo Spa. 
that's in New Jersey, you're probably not going to see anything like that there. But also, maybe your listeners will know more than I do. Maybe there is some. Oh, I, so just I mean, if anybody has had a Jersey, a nasty Jersey spa moment, <laughs> there's, um, yeah, there's like a famous, oh, Spa Castle. Spa Castle. Oh, yeah, Spa Castle. Yes. And yeah, and I've, I don't know. I mean, I, I do, I do remember Matt telling me he went to, uh, Spa Castle for like a, like a bachelorette party or something. And not only were a lot of, a lot of like children running around and screaming, but like a, the know. week prior, it had been closed down because why, Jordan? A dead body was found at the bottom <gasps> of a pool. Oh, to which no. I say, I heart New York. It's such a New York story that they, I mean, how it devastating. Is. But like, I actually have a funny spa sort of tie-in with this. This was definitely the the group of people to share this with. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my home of New Jersey, yes, I am a, I'm a Jersey boy. There was a spa that was above the Rita's. There was a Rita's Italian Ice like a mile from my home that we would go to, and there was a dance studio nearby. It was all in this like very suburban mm-hmm. shopping center, and the spa got raided. Because men were going up in there and it was not a spa. It was a brothel. And <gasps> it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a massage parlor spa esque thing from the outside, but you would only see men going in and coming out and they got raided. And it, I don't and know they if they got, got raided for like, for, so is, was it a, I mean, was it a there, brothel where like there was like a bunch of women up there that were, yeah, it was women. Like, yeah, yeah doing things that were not massages well maybe massages and then (laughs) yeah we're not gonna gonna censor these i will say that there's probably no not many gay brothels because (laughs) men are just so willing to have sex yeah and not pay for it and they don't need to we live in very different times i would say for sure i would say so i mean i feel like let's see a gay brothel First of all, it would have a very campy name. The interior design, would, it would be run so well, um, uh, but I think it'd be expensive. Yeah, there's no like market. Any, there's just, there's no market. There's no market. I feel like anything related to gay people is just like the highest of of quality. Like we yeah. we love West Elm. We so I feel like it, when we would be paying for sex, we'd probably be. I mean, I'm here. Am I saying like there's no brothels? I know there's like massage websites sure. where you can yeah, like yeah. purchase a massage or whatever. But, um, but from what I've heard, and I actually haven't done it, but I definitely have perused. It, it doesn't look. It doesn't seem cheap. No, and, and it and does not at all. Well, right, and it, I do wonder, like, well, these people must be really cleaning up. And well, well, <laughs> cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I hope they are I hope they are yeah you know it's the oldest profession as they say and whoever whoever is le- living that journey I wish them dollar signs upon dollar signs. <laughs> um, you also uh have been tweeting a lot about Beyonce's new album, and I find that uh, to be very the only dollar signs. We only double lines. We cross our dollar signs. Yes, yes. <laughs> on on the topic of dollars. Do you think Renaissance is top three of her albums? Yeah, yeah, it's top two, and I don't know if it's number two. And that I know is crazy to say, but I don't know because four is up there as one of my favorites, and I think like self title is up there, but this. Mm-hmm this album it was built it was Mm-mm. built for us yeah with us in mind and it's it's almost rude how just how much i can't get away from it oh I, I can't i can't yes you i mean you even if you even if even if you want to you can't i have to tell you a, a memory i'm just having at the fucking sauna i was at so i go into the the, the um actual like hot sauna room minding my own and as i walk in it's randomly full of like eight or like eight people like and usually there's only like two or three it's like a pretty calm day when i would ever walk into a space so i'm like oh my god am i walking into something controversial and jordan i was there was nothing sexual what was happening was a debate about a certain uh singer and i was like who are they talking about one guy was saying she's just not as good as people say and and i was like who are we talking about i come to find out that this person was saying that Solange, he feels, is better than Beyonce, and that oh Beyonce my. is overrated. <sighs> the other people in the room were, of course, aggressively disagreeing. Yes. And I was on their side. But then this guy, who was a short, hairy, white man, was saying that Beyonce is not the full package because she doesn't do interviews like the other icons do, mm-hmm. and she doesn't, like, whatever have that. And then he used the word 
brainless, referring to Beyonce. Oh, dear. Then there Mm -hmm. was a Hispanic Mm -hmm. guy over here that was like, I don't think it's okay that a white man is saying a a woman of color is brainless. And then the white guy was like, well, I'm not. It's not. I'm also... (laughs) Right. He's like, but I'm also like, you know, I'm Jewish and boo, 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 boo. And I'm like, okay, you are now not representing my people and you're putting us back a few centuries. However, he then says, and he also was like bald and sort of extreme looking. And he was like, I mean, I know like I look like a Nazi. And if I was like, you know, having a a passionate conversation, I was talking to a black man, it wouldn't look very good. And then I was like, okay, now we're how far we've strayed from the light. And then there was a black guy that was in the corner and he said, well, what would it look like if you were too fucking? And then the white guy said, I forget what he was like, well, I don't know. Maybe that would be better. And, and, and then the black guy was like, well, that would look really hot. And I was like, okay, now I'm confused. <laughs> What's happening? Is this, it sounds like a really, really poorly written porno. Yes, <laughs> it really does. And I'm like, all lines lead to people talking about fucking. But also, he did get canceled by the room by saying that Beyonce was brainless. And I think he yes. got his ass handed. And that was yeah, su- not, not what I wanted on my birthday. No, and I'm so sorry that that happened on your birthday. You you deserve to be um, and as a Virgo, I oh, shoot exactly I, I, your groove. No, it no. really was. I mean, I, it's not what I expected at a Korean spa on a Wednesday afternoon. That's no. for sure. And it's not a conversation I'm willing to even have anymore because it's, who is creating albums almost 30 years into their career that are making people lose their ever loving minds in this way? Like, please have a seat. I'll debate have other things about her, but I won't debate. I won't debate that. I mean, what, yeah, I and mean, I'm wondering, like, what, I mean, what is there to debate? Do you, do you think that she and Jay-Z are happy? Um, I, I do. I think that they obviously have an arrangement of sorts that works mm-hmm. for them. I definitely see happiness as far as I can tell, especially with the, the children seem very, very pleased not to get too deep into anything here. Cause I obviously I don't know much, but a friend of mine used to babysit a child that was in Blue Ivy's class and said that Blue Ivy seems very, very happy as a human and that her parents dropped her off at school almost every day. Oh so, my God, you know what I mean? Me like, so I, I, I sense happiness. I do. I Jordan, do. a degree away from I d- uh, Yeah. I wish, I wish, but I know. wish. Oh my God. Such, I mean, you heard it here first, folks. Blue Ivy is happy. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> Jordan, before we sign off on this stunning conversation, oh. I want to ask you a question I did not prep you for, which is Jordan, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? The best Whoopi Goldberg film. Oh, okay. Color purple. It's, it's color purple. I know that, and that's not, you know, it's probably not the Whoopi that, Maybe some people are coming to get, but it's, but some are. And, and boy, some are. And also yeah. the Academy was listening and for good reason. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm quite excited about this movie musical remake. I know maybe that's, I loved the, the musical in general. So, oh I'm, my God. I'm about I, it. I cannot. And isn't Cynthia Revo is doing the movie, right? No, she's not. Um, oh, Fantasia is doing the movie. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Oh my God. Cynthia's Fantasia. Alphabeting. She's You're right, doing her f- two wicked films. Two, her two <laughs> wicked films that are coming out in what a year from now. I'm just like a year and then another year. I was like, okay, all right. Wait, was the theater all a buzz when they announced that the gay guy as um Fiero? They, they it, it, yes, it was. Yes, the answer is yes. The the gays especially were like, I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Blah blah blah. I'm like, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's from what Bridgerton. Bridgerton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I never watched it, which like. I'm with you. I did two episodes and I said, you know, I don't, I watch a lot and I was like, I don't, I, but you do, you do, you be well, everyone have, have that. Do you, okay, well now, okay, it's not every day I get to talk to not only a dear friend, but who's also in Wicked on Broadway. Do you, um, okay, so the casting is coming out for the Wicked movie. Do you have a fantasy of who is playing Madame Morrible? Are they going to do stunt casting? I'm assuming a little bit stunty. I know Cheryl Lee Ralph is busy. She did it on Broadway. I was just going to say that she did it on Broadway and that, but she was too too much Abbott Elementary. Yeah, she's very busy over there, um, and rightfully so, and earning all that she should. But Mm -hmm. I don't, uh, that would be one of, I would love to see almost like even Lisa Kudrow, I think would be really funny and fun. Jennifer Lewis. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
I, I think, not to jinx it, but I do think that they would have to try to mess up that casting because there could be so many great angles to that role. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, the only way to mess it up is to cast someone boring, and I don't think they're going to do they're that. They're not going to do, do that, no. They're not going to do that. They they seem to have a good handle on this. I'm I'm quite excited to see it. I think it'll be done well from the rumors I've heard and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah. we shall see. Um, before I ask you where people can find you, um, wh- how long do, do you have a set contract for, for Wicked or are you open-ended? I do have a set contract. I can't share what I'm officially finishing, but gotcha. I am around for a bit longer. So, Oh, good. Yes. So if you yeah. are in New York City, go Come see Jordan through. as Bach in Wicked the Musical, a fucking like, iconic musical. Um, Jordan, where can people follow you? They can follow me on, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, at Jordan T underscore B. And then I've got a website too, you know, I'm updating that and I'm on TikTok. My TikTok is not as busy as it could be, but I've got some of my pinned um, viral ones, you know. Yes. And uh, the no, on as someone who has firsthand seen Jordan's videos, the, <laughs> the the Whitney Brandy Cinderella breakdown, the Let's talk I mean, about it. important journalism. Jordan, thank you so much for coming on That's a Gay podcast. As iconic as I wanted you to thank be, thank you and for even having so. me. Yes, and as a means, if not just to hang out on, under the guise of a podcast too. Like, I hello. Like <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode with Jordan Barrow, my Broadway baby, leave us a five-star review. It kind of triggers the algorithm to keep showing this podcast to other people. And I'm so excited with how it's grown. But, you know, we're trying to take over the fucking world. Also, send it to a friend if you think that is something that they would like. And if you want to request any guests for future episodes, DM me. I'm on Instagram at Eric Wills or go to the Gay Ass Podcast Instagram at Gay Ass Podcast. It's the end of September. I can't wait for a spooky, ooky fall. And we'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.